Hey everyone, welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind podcast. This is episode 71, and today I have uh, Dante and Chris with me. What's going Say on, guys? It's been, it's been a week. It's been a long time. It's been a couple <laughs> weeks, has. actually. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah, that's right. Happy, happy Horizon Nintendo Switch Zelda week. Yes, it's going to be a crazy game-filled week. That's for sure. Actually, um, this is the start, you know, of like November or like holiday time in March. It's like freaking crazy because you got Horizon, you oh got yeah, Zelda, you got Switch, <laughs> you got Ghost Recon Wildlands, you got Mass Effect coming later in a month. It's like it's Christmas. crazy. Yeah, exactly. And like in, Injustice, sure. like six weeks after that. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. So. One cool thing that we're going to talk about, and I'm going to give a shout out to our uh, our friends over at NintendoFever.com, Anthony Rhino, and also Matt. Um, we're going to be adopting one of their their segments into every podcast episode, which is cool, and we'll see how you guys like it. It's called the uh, the Game Club, where we all play the same game, uh, and we talk about our progress each podcast for a month. And at the end of the month, uh, we have our listeners vote for the, what next game they want us to play. And we'll play that and talk about that in each segment. I mean, a podcast will be unique, but we'll have that as a small segment. And guess what this month is? Starting tomorrow or today, it's March. Uh, it's going to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Ooh. So, yeah. Ooh. I know, right? And I got people giving me uh, flack online because they said I got it early, but I literally went to GameStop and I picked it up. They gave it to me at 9, 9 p.m. It was yeah, like technically uh, their midnight, so yeah, it wasn't early, not- right? They were, yeah, they got permission from the developer to sell it early. They got permission from oh. Sony pretty much. I was wondering, because people Easter. were going crazy and trying to, like, they're watching the, the Twitch stream, and they're tweeting at me, they're like, Lucky, you got it early! And I'm like, I did? And it comes out, so I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's yeah. incredibly convenient. Um, I think that's a yeah. great service for you guys. I, I had done mine not at GameStop, um, so I had, to, I had to pick mine up later on today, but that's that's a great service. Yeah, sometimes when dealing with the devil, you do get rewarded. <laughs> yes, yes, this is true because the devil is, I believe, is going slowly out of business. But you know, yes. it's okay. Yes, this is true. So, uh, who wants to start on their gaming ex- adventure of uh, Zero Dawn? Let's start with uh, the game club. Chris, I think you played the most. You may uh, go ahead. Okay. Well, um, first, right out of the gate, um, honestly, this game's amazing. Graphically, it is. It, it really is amazing. It holds at 30 frames per second. I know for that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, but for <laughs> like tech tech people, it, it means something. It, it holds very well at 30 frames per second, and I do not play it on a 4K TV, and I don't have a PS4 Pro. Oh I've my heard gosh. a lot of positive things on yes. the Pro, and as far as playing it in a 4K TV. Yeah, I have an HDR TV, and... Um, it's amazing. I was surprised. I'm looking at it going, holy crap, this is gorgeous. This is like watching a movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, uh, so, Gorilla really has made, like, a new franchise for the Sony, and this is this, this is definitely it. I mean, Nathan Drake hung up his whatever belt, you could say, or whatever, last year, and this is the start of a new franchise, and I am glad they got off on a right foot. And I'm glad, that actually, they... Re- gave review copies out early like two or three weeks in advance so that um like a other game journalist can get a chance to play it and review it mm-hmm. and because they knew they was good they knew it was they had a good game yeah so they, they were not ahead. scared <laughs> yeah they weren't scared about it at all so they got ahead of the fact of the 
the Switch and the Zelda coming out later later this week. So, which I thought was a good thing. So, um, yeah, I, I'm honestly, in, I'm probably maybe, I guess maybe an hour into the story. But honestly, all I've been doing is been hunting different uh, creatures and getting collecting resources pretty much. I've been trying to get to the point where I can have my all my resources full, and then I can be like, okay, well, I can use this for this, or I can make this now, and whatnot, and then I can just progress to the story that way. But I'm in no rush to finish this game whatsoever. Yeah. I'm this game. I can feel like if I really wanted to, I can try to platinum. So yeah, it's it's for me. It's really fun. I liked how that you started off as a kid. Yeah. You know, and they introduced the series. By the way, I have to say, there's a lot of cutscenes, and I, I dig that, though, because it tells, you know, it leads you into the story and submers- submerses you in, into it. So I appreciated that. I'm about an hour and a half into the game and story as well, but I think we're all roughly around the same spot. Um, I'm I'm to the point where, you know, you, you start as a kid, you, you fall off, you're trying to, you know, find your way out of this cave area, and you're like, you're finding new technology. That stuff surprised me. Because I didn't realize that was going to be a factor of learning about the bygone era that disappeared and mankind's like restarted. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that was an awesome way to perceive that and like and tell that story. Um, but yeah, we're I'm you know a little, a little into that. We're in the same area. We're hunting resources down, rescuing a few people. Um, but I am. It's gorgeous. The, there was w- one weird thing, and I don't know if you see this, Chris. But for me, I noticed this on my TV because I don't know if it's because it's 4K and it's huge. But like, I'm I'm like watching it, and as each character's talking, like it looks like they have a light bulb in their mouth, like a little all, bit, all, all, like all of them, bit. like especially uh, uh, alloy. What's her name? Alloy. Ugh, I keep uh, saying alloy. alloy, but yeah, it sounds like it looks like it's spelled like alloy, um, alloy. But um, A L O Y. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, when they're talking, I'm like looking at her mouth, like, cause it's not, it's so hard to like avoid it, cause it's just bright, like every time, she, like they're talking, like, you know, I'm like, do they have a light bulb in their mouth? What's going on? Like the graphics what? are almost like too real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's too real. Like the lighting is great. Um, I like that. It kind of feels like Tomb Raider, almost in the way where they have these campfires where you can quick save and stuff. Yeah. Mixed with like Uncharted, like I'm definitely having fun experiencing the game and the controls are smooth i was Silky i was smooth i was like worried because i'm like how are you going to kill all these things with like bows and arrows and you know robot dinosaurs and this is not going to be that I, I i was a little skeptical but i'm like i'm excited to see how it is and as i started playing i'm like dang this is awesome and you know you unlock different fighting techniques from three different column pillars you right. know so you have your you have your uh was it like the, your your accuracy Mm-hmm. pillar right and then you, you have, we have and... stealth and stuff like that yeah and then your 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 middle one is um uh like, like critical yeah yeah like force critical where you you know you're hitting with your spear or you're doing double critical damage and then the third's like your hunting gathering skills like i think i boosted it so i could lure i i use the lure one so you could lure one creature in at a time the right. other ones i think finding more resources and stuff like that but I, f- I find that that's super cool that you could do that because now I have slow down time, you know. I have like a, ste- a sneak attack where you can you know, sneak and take something down stealthily, right? And then and then I have my lure, so I'm like, man, I'm equipped right now to like 
hunt some robot dinosaurs. Oh, I think that's that's pretty funny. Those are the exact same ones I I uh, I bought. Really? Okay. Initially, yeah. <laughs> it's strategy, right? I'm trying to yeah. be like strategic about this, so and I'm having fun with it. That's funny. Good minds. How far are like you Dante. into it, Dante? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm about two and a half hours into it, but like you guys, I'm uh, I'm I'm just enjoying the the world right now. Like I, I'm honest to God, gobsmacked like how good that game is so far. To to echo what you guys said, the controls yeah. are pitch perfect. The animation's incredible. The voice work is great. The uh, the visuals are just vibrant, beautiful colors. Like the just the the sun like so the sun flares and stuff coming through the trees and things like that it's just very artfully done and uh i i, I can't say enough good things about this game so far we um we talked about it the last podcast and we've talked about it a few other times in our in our other podcasts about games that take their time and and delay yeah mm-hmm. we we get pissy pants about it and uh you know have our have a little hissy fit and don't want to wait for the game, but <laughs> when it comes out and it's this good, yeah, I, I mean, Relish how, it. how could yeah. you possibly be upset about the the extra what's five six months we waited to play this game? Worth it to me. It, you know, it was supposed to come out what October November, and then they yeah. they pushed it back to yeah. to the end of you know the end of February. So you had a four month delay, and it, it looks like every millisecond that it was delayed was worth it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It's you know we're, none of us are very far into the story, but it seems compelling enough that I actually want to know how how it all goes down. I want to know you know where yeah. where her character goes, and just that very beginning of putting on that that little that sensor that gives you the uh, the ability. Yeah, the ability to, to to sense things and and um, oh yeah, like look at. Look it scans at their, the environment. Yeah, that lets you scan the environment and see the the vulnerable points of your enemies is is awesome. Mm-hmm. But just that effect is really cool. And oh yeah, uh, the the small voicemails that that they leave is very similar to Bioshock. Or um, it, it actually reminded me a ton of the the movie Serenity. And yeah. uh, where yeah, the like you know the that. the lady leaves a voice the the video message and then. You know that the crew finds out all that stuff like that's kind of what mm-hmm. it reminds me of so yeah yeah i hope they they touch more on the world that fell apart before you know oh, some sure sort of will. collapse i i hope i hope they do because that technology is super cool i love that you can also map out the paths of the uh the animals too or the dinosaurs yeah the robots so you, you can see where they're heading and where they're going and like you're you're immersing yourself like into the past but like you're in the future as well so it's crazy i, I don't did you guys did you guys go on a um a media blackout for this game at all yeah i did like i, I didn't read anything i didn't didn't read any spoilers for it i well, i tried to stay away from all that I, chris probably not, didn't he probably read everything no i no <laughs> not necessarily i did not know <laughs> to be honest i, I never for, really like did. for me did you dante yeah, for me, the the last thing I saw was the the last E three videos that they put out, and yeah, and, I mean they played they showed this game like three E threes in a row. Yeah, <laughs> so. I was there in person watching them, going, "Wow, this this game's pretty cool." But like, yeah, something more. Let's see more. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I went on a media blackout for it, and and I showed actually showed my fiance 
because she was asking me what you know what was going on this week, and I said my my one of my nerd games is coming out on Tuesday, and then my other nerd game is coming out on Friday, and she said, oh, uh, is that one Zelda? And I said, yeah. And then the other one is this this game called Horizon. Uh, you play as this uh, this girl named Aloy, and you fight in the future against robot dinosaurs. And she just gave me a look. Like, no, like, She's I'm like, not are make... you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> she just gave me a look. I'm like, nah, I, I'm serious. That's what, it, that's what we're doing. And I showed her one of the videos. She's like, that actually looks really cool. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah, and is. then called me a nerd. <laughs> yeah, of course. As she rightfully should. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, we're going to keep up to date on that. Hopefully, I'm going to dive back into the story more instead of running around collecting yeah. stuff because it's addicting to do do you guys know from uh from playing longer do your bag do your bags actually fill up fill up like will it tell you what happens like um the farthest up well i've gotten to the point where all my modifications were full mm. as much as i could carry could fill but so what, what do you do like do you double. use them yeah well, so it's it was Go ahead, ended up Chris. being more doubles than anything of the modifications that i had so i mm. ended up just dropping them but um, I used them on my bow, and I used them on the one trap gun. I forgot what it's called. I haven't picked that called. up yet. But I know you're I, talking I about. I actually just ended up buying that from one of the auction, not the auction people, but like the one guy who was selling stuff. Yeah. Um, I ended up just buying it from him. And Why are of, we outcasts? I want to know. The one, uh, the one thing that I, a couple of suggestions for anybody that's listening to this that hasn't played it yet, I, I would definitely upgrade your the the satchels that you have so you can carry more stuff because it's got a lot of Far Cry to it where yeah. you craft, um, mm-hmm. you know, your ammo holders and your weapon holders and all that stuff and so you ammo. can carry more things. <laughs> you make a boat. You make arrows. Yeah, so it's got like the Tomb Raider Tomb Raider vibe and that fa- uh, that Far Cry vibe where you can you know craft and and upgrade your materials on your own. Just through it, that, just through finding easy? resources in the wild. Is it easy to upgrade the bags, or do you have to pay for it, or do you have no, to like, not, level yeah, up yeah, to do it? Per- just resources. Yeah, resources, like, collecting resources. Oh, okay. Like, hunting and killing animals, and not only that, but then the robot dinosaurs. Sweet. All right. And then yeah, just, let's let's just give you an excuse to to use that awesome combat engine some more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And for like for people who are listening who have not tried it yet or anything like that. And if you were overwhelmed by the things that, that there were in The Witcher 3, like I was, and like I, just, I remember turning on the game, I was like, there is so much to freaking do. <laughs> There's question yeah. mark after question mark after question mark. Here is not that bad. It, it's not that bad, honestly. You just you can select the quest you want to go on, you do it real quick, and then you may get sidetracked and be like, oh, there's a pack of uh, robot dinosaurs over here that I want to take care of. Or want to harvest from or whatever, then you go and kill them and whatever, and then you continue on with whatever you're doing. But this game will easily get you d- sidetracked, like any Far Cry game, like Far, I, I Far Cry Three on up. Well, you will get easily distracted. I think that's In a really a good way. point. I think that's a really good point by you, Chris, that it, that it's dense without being overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was my worry at first too, because I know someone was telling me at the store when I was talking to him, like this world is so expansive and huge, very, very huge. And um, I'm like, oh, great. It's probably going to feel like there's going to be too much to do. I'm going to get stressed out. But it doesn't. It hasn't felt like that yet for me either. And I have that issue as well where if I feel like I'm getting stressed from playing a game, I stop playing it. 
Because <laughs> yeah. I, I play games to have fun, not feel like I have a ton of work to do. You know, I want to experience the story and still have fun and, and stuff, not feel like I'm clocking in and clocking out. Um, but yeah. So do we want to we want to move on to the next topic, or do you guys have anything else to add to the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Game Club segment? All I gotta say is go play it. Yeah, if, yeah. If you're on the fence about it and you're like, I'm gonna wait for more reviews, or there's just too much to play right now, it's definitely worth checking out. I was totally not gonna buy it. Um, I know the reviews have been really good, and I just I wanted I just I don't know I got it anyways, and I'm really happy I did because the reviews are just through the roof. So. I remember you being on the fence about it a couple of weeks ago when me and Chris were excited. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I mean because I wasn't I too excited about like. I think I started watching more trailers and reading a little bit more about it without getting spoilers. And, um, you know, I saw it at E3 and I'm like, eh, whatever. You know, and then as we got closer to it and closer to it, I started to read a little bit more info in the reviews. And I'm like, I didn't realize it had these facets and these facets to it, too. So I thought it was going to be way more shallow than it actually is. And so I was pleasantly surprised. And I'm glad I picked it up. Yes. Yeah, my my only final thought to add is that Sony struck gold with this, and yeah, yeah they they have another like Chris said to echo something else. Chris Chris said they have a bona fide hit franchise on their hands with this. Oh yeah, I mean, Sony is just heading out to park this month. Well, as far as February goes, you got Horizon. The Neo was like a couple weeks earlier. This is yeah. awesome. All right, guys. So speaking of that, that's a great segue, Chris. So Sony yeah. was hitting that out of the park, right? So yeah. uh, Microsoft uh, announced some news today. What did they announce? They announced that there was going to be the Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass. So like, it's unlimited to access to 100 plus games, and it's a subscription-based service. That's like what? It's 9.99 a month. And you get access. And from what I understand is it's not a streaming service. It's not a game streaming service. You can actually download the whole game. And if you want to keep the game, like let's say you're going to keep subscribing, you can purchase DLCs for it and make it your own and like still use it. Um, I know there's tons of mixed thoughts on that, but overall, that's a huge thing for Microsoft. That's, that's a very, very huge thing. Uh, Sony has their streaming service, but like I said, that you're tied to bandwidth. This is you're getting your games. Um, yeah, but you're still you still need to be like connected to the internet in order for you to play the games. Well, yeah, of course, but you know what I mean. It's different than streaming the whole game itself. Yeah, that's true. You know that's what I mean? True. Like you're downloading all the data files and then you're playing it online. You're not trying to like play it online and at the same time simultaneously stream all the data and artwork this and is, everything true. you okay. need. So you'll have more of an enjoyable experience. Um, and there's no limit. So you have a two terabyte drive or four or six or whatever, because you know external drives are already available. Um, it, you can totally go crazy. Um, I think that's cool. The the one thing that does limit it, I, I believe, is that you're not getting brand new games. You're getting no. games that are at least five months or six months old. I mean, eventually you'll get the new games when they're old, or older, but you're not gonna get day one releases. Um, no. Uh, but so what, let's, you'll let's get talk, like, Xbox exclusive out there right now, because besides yeah. Halo Wars Two, that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, you're not getting. Let's, oh yeah. By the way, I have to add, it's for all publishers and all developers. It's not just Microsoft. So you know, you're getting access to like tons of style. What like uh, 2K, 505, Bandai, Namco. Capcom, Codemasters, Deep Silver, Focus Home, Sega. I, do I? I need to. Do I need to go on? Warner Brothers. I mean, 
tons of people. Sega, I think I said that already. Wait, wait, THQ. Wait, which, do we know which 2K we're talking about here? Because if we're talking about last year's 2K, or I mean, like, not, not 2K16, because I thought I saw 2K16 on that. 2K as the publisher, you know. So, know, 2K like, games. Oh, yeah, 2, 2K16. Okay. Yeah, so NBA 2K16 would be on the list. I'm sure 2K17 will be on the list eventually as well. Um, but but yeah, so you get access to a bunch of third-party stuff too. Um, but I'll digress and let you guys jump in. What do you think? Um, Dante, you, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, I, I really think this is a a good service for for them to have for people that are maybe gaming on a budget or have somebody that's a little younger or want to have a little bit of breadth or variety of somebody that's a little more casual that doesn't buy a lot of games but wants to try out a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. i think this is a really nice service to have and some of the some of the games are backwards compatible you'll have some 360 games Ooh, on there as well i forgot to mention that sorry yeah so you know if you have for ten bucks a month, you get to try, you get to play these games, and you get to beat them. Uh, they're going to have different games on and off the service, similar to Netflix. So it's not something that I'm going to use, but I think this is a nice service to have for people that are either on a budget or a younger gamer that doesn't have a lot of money to spend on games, but has you know ten bucks a month, you get right. access to all these games. I, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm in the bandwagon of. Uh, I think it's a good idea and makes, you know, it's definitely something that Microsoft makes them stand out, right? But I do feel like it's for a specific person. I feel like it's for somebody that is, like you mentioned, casual or, um, I don't know, they they just want to play a bunch of games, like a variety of games, without like right. maybe committing to beating them. They're like come-and-go players, like pick-up-and-go players or something like that. For me, I personally will not be partaking in it. I'm on a strict budget. Right. I'm still trying to pay back my student loans. I don't want to fork out ten bucks a month. I'm weird though. I'm weird. I I you know cancel things I don't need. Like if there's nothing good on Netflix, I cancel it. And when I hear about a new show or read about something crazy or something being refreshed on it, I'll resubscribe to it. Same thing with like Hulu or HBO Go and stuff like that. I don't just keep those things active and have it ding my bank account every month. You know what I mean? Like if there's crap on television i'll cut my cable for a while because i'll go see sports games in person or at the bar at my friend's house you know so it's like i'm i'm a unique person like like that because i'm becoming cheap so i could pay back those loans quicker but you know if i want to buy a game i'll buy a game and i'll play it for a long time and i'll play it for a while so for me it might be cool like i might do it for like one month if there's like a bunch of games i just want to play for a little bit and don't want to actually buy that'd be cool then i cancel it you know what I mean? And that's if I'm, like, bored that month. But I wouldn't keep it as an ongoing subscription, buy DLCs for games. Because I feel like that's, like, ensnaring you and, like, making you commit to a $10 a month commitment. And while that's not much, it adds up after a full year or that's more. Um, and they do I do like that I they give that you the <laughs> opportunity to, to purchase the game afterwards. Yeah. That's uh, at a discount, too. So that's yes. that's a nice service. Again, this isn't something I'm going to use, and I don't think a lot of a lot of the people that are on our on our Facebook and stuff, the Facebook group, I don't think they'll use it either. But I think Anthony will because he was really stoked about it. He was he's very like, uh, but but he likes to buy uh, Nintendo games. 
like but, he, he has different gaming priorities than maybe I do. Like I like to buy good games in general, regardless of what, whether they're platform, and I want to own them physically. If it's a digital game and I don't care about it, then I'll buy it digital. Or if it's something that I just want to see what it's like, maybe I would do that just to test like 10 games that I'm like, hey, I'm never going to buy that game, but let's see what it's like. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but here's here's the thing. You know, to, go, to go with Anthony's thinking process here, Anthony has about as big of a backlog games as much as we do. Yeah. As, and... To, for him to be Not like, oh more. yeah, I want the service. That sounds a little ridiculous. You're paying ten bucks a month for games that you probably won't all play. For me, I'm thinking this is more of a service for a guy who, when I when I used to work at GameStop, mm-hmm. I would play every freaking game that there is known to man. I'll blow through them like nobody's business. I yeah. remember one time when I played Kanan Lynch too, and I beat that in two hours. I can see yeah. my I can see myself. If I w- if I wasn't like working full time as I am now and dealing with all the things in my personal life, if I wasn't at like that and I would pay for the service, I would blow through these games like nobody's business. And the fact that I would actually benefit more from it than anything else, I think that's what this is mainly for. And for the pe- for the people who couldn't really buy games that much, or mm-hmm. like Dante said, who are living on a budget. And I think it's only... even not even necessary for all, all those people too. Sorry, go no, ahead. It, no, it's not. But like uh, you have to think of the fact that like maybe these people are living on a budget and they only buy like five games a year. So you got to think of it like that, and it's like yeah. you pay like ten bucks a month or ten bucks for a month or every other month or something like that. They get access to all these games. They'll play them, and they'll be like they'll be happy with their system. This is another. Th- this is a way for Microsoft to be relevant again, and this is yeah. a good job. This is, I mean, yeah. this is a good I also think them. it's for people who are perpetual traders. Like, and I don't mean like traitors, I mean like traders. Like, people that trade in games constantly. Like, they'll pay 60 bucks for a game and then, like, play it, either not like it or play it, beat it in, like, a day or two and then trade it in. Ryan and Raymond. Pe- people that are, yeah, Ryan and maybe Eddie. Eddie. Oh, I'll do that. I you absolutely know, do you've that. You've done it before. I was going to say, that's, Dante, you've done that quite a bit too. Yeah, so that's it's how like, I paid for Horizon. I mean, I, I, uh, see? I beat. I beat Final Fantasy. I'm never going to play that game ever again. I got $39 for for it for trading it in. So, for for certain people that are like that that don't want a, the brand new game that might want like just a different game that's been out for a while, that might be a good service for them. You know what I mean? So, it's yeah. it's just a different variety of uh of gamer, I, I feel like and you know, like maybe if I canceled one of my services, I would get it. But overall though, it, it, from a business perspective, it's smart. Because Microsoft is sticking their hand in everyone's pocket and grabbing on tight and, not, and having them not like, you know what I mean? Like, well, they, they probably, want your money. They probably see how well EA Access is done, too. Exactly. And, and, and that's digital. Che- obviously, it's cheaper. EA Access is $30 for an entire year as opposed to $10 a month for Microsoft. Yeah. But, you know, well, you're also looking at Hulu and Netflix. Yeah. And people just leave that open. Like, people are use it like cable. So people leave that on their account. And they're not not everybody's like me and like cancels it if there's nothing good on. They'll just literally keep it on their account open and have this charge every month. And Microsoft wants you to do that too. They want you to open it, use their services, but also just keep it in the background so that you become a part of their ecosystem. And this you also I mean? eliminates GameFly. 
Just it does, because you don't need to rank games. You get it immediately. Exactly. You can download it right away. I would exactly. do that. Like, that's, that's the thing. I, I would, wouldn't use Gamefly. If I was like, you know what? Forget Netflix this month. I'll get Xbox Game Pass. So instead of paying 10 bucks on Netflix, I'm paying 10 bucks for Game Pass. And at the end of the month, if I didn't want it, cancel it. Do something else. You know what I mean? Like, I, Or just play the games that I own. In my mind, it's hard to justify because I spent so much money on other games that I still haven't beaten and that, that I want to with, due to our game logs that I feel like it would just stress me out knowing that I have an unlimited library that I can play and I have games that I've already owned and purchased. You know what right. I mean? It's a sitting every, charging Every game. month you have another 100 games in your backlog. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and, that, and that it's charging me to, to not play them because I'm playing other games. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. It stresses me out to think about personally. But I'm weird, so there we go. Don't um, call yourself weird. <laughs> no, I mean I I I think it's weird in a good way. So, but um, so let's see here. are you are you guys, are you done with that topic? Yes, we're going okay. on to the next topic. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about the uh, switch stuff or the I, trophy stuff? I actually I want to ask you guys actually what what you guys are buying on Friday. Oh, because you, you guys are both buying it on Friday. Yeah. So it's what are you off. guys getting? I'm I'm getting the uh, the Switch console system, an extra controller, um, like the, the, two, jo- the, two, the, the Joy Cons or the Pro. The Joy Cons. Okay. Um, and then uh, Zelda and Bomberman. Okay. And maybe a uh, case if they have one. <laughs> I'm just honestly getting the Switch and Zelda because. That's all that really matters to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What about you, Dante? Oh, you're not doing it. Yeah, no. I'm just I'm picking up Zelda at uh, at midnight, more than likely. As long as they can, as long as they're gonna sell it uh, for Trader. Wii U, I'm just uh, kidding. I'll buy it. <laughs> I would laugh so hard if you get there, you're in line, you're waiting, and then they're like, "Here, I pre-ordered, you know, Zelda for the Wii." They're like. <laughs> That's not gonna be out till next month. Do we have the Switch one right here? You're like, get out of here, you commoner! <laughs> you can wait until tomorrow. And then they're just gonna scream, "Hey, everybody! This guy wants it for Wii U!" Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll be standing there like there are dozens of us. Dozens. Everybody's just like shunning you. <laughs> um. I, I hope I honestly hope that you're able to get it, Dante, for your Wii U. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll be fine. I uh, I yeah. pre-ordered it and it's all set. Sweet, it's all set. Mm. Um, speaking of Switch, that's perfect segue. Let's go into our um, our polls that we launched. So on Game Gravy uh, Twitter and then on my Get a Mic on uh, Twitter, my personal Twitter, um, I put down polls because it was a huge topic like a week ago or so. Of are you mad that the Switch isn't going to be launching with the Virtual Console? And I got different results in different places, and I think it's because of the demographics to who looks at my general video game stuff on my Twitter and then Game Gravy-specific readers and listeners. So I'm going to start with Game Gravy, right? 67% of people... I mean, this was a quick poll. It didn't last too long. So I think this is out of, like, 21 people really quick, you know, that came in. Uh, 67% said, yes, they are mad that the Switch is not launching with Virtual Console. 29% said, nope. They are not. And then 4% said, what's VC? You know, like, not really caring. Um, on my Twitter, uh, my polls were, like, skewed a bit. Like, I think because I have more Nintendo fans that follow me on mine. So 30% said, uh, yes, they're mad. 
35% said no, and the third one kind of was just like no as well, because I did a fun one. I put, I have Zelda, who cares? And that was 35%. So pretty much, you know, 70% of people, if you add that up, said no, they don't care. Um, that on my Twitter, and 70% of people on Game Gravy said yes, they do care. So... I like to think huge Nintendo fans don't care, and people that are in between or like a mixture of fans, they cared. What do you guys think? What did you care? Mm. Did you guys care or not care? Um, uh, I. I mean, the topic's almost care. like gone now at this point. But do you 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 do care? Uh, yeah, I do care because the fact, like, if I'm buying this system only for freaking Zelda, and I have no interest in One Two Switch or Bomberman or anything else like that. And I'm like, say Mario, old old school Mario on the go. Just, mm-hmm. just give me freaking Mario. I don't care if it's old. I don't care if it's brand new. I don't care if it's the one that's in, coming out in November. Like you releasing <laughs> a you releasing a console, and you don't yeah a Nintendo have console, <laughs> a brand new console. You don't have Virtual Console on it. You don't have Netflix. You don't have new Hulu. This is the most. I'm sorry to say this word, but this is the most half-assed <laughs> console release I've ever seen in my life. You did a really good job censoring yourself, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know he did. No, but you're you're absolutely right. I mean, the CEOs and and you know people in charge of the launch of the Switch, they came out and said we're doing something different, and I've said that before, you know, and they're like. We're going to see how it goes. I think it was bad. I think it went bad. But, I mean, their loyal fans pre-ordered and bought it. But I think they're going to have an issue with round two if they don't impress people later. What about I mean, you, Dante? It, Even though you're not pre-ordering the Switch, how do you feel? Yeah, I'm. so I'm not buying it. I'm waiting until probably sometime in the fall to purchase it. Uh, we talked about it on the on the Grievances podcast last week about yeah. why don't we know about this stuff. And yeah. that's why we didn't know. Because it wasn't ready. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff for the system isn't ready. And they just waited until the last second to put that information out there. That that <laughs> seems like the the old Nintendo thing to do, and I had hoped that they had learned their lesson. So to have mm-hmm. a solid launch, but not just a solid launch, but to have a solid second wave of people and third wave of people buying the system and doing things like that, I think you build up a little bit of bad will. Yeah. Even even if even if by the time a lot of these people are buying it, that you're still you have to recover from things like that. So, so, so Microsoft had to deal with that with the Xbox One initial reveal. There was a lot of backlash with their initial reveal of Xbox One. By the time the system came out, a lot of the, a lot of the, pretty much every issue that people had with that system were mm-hmm. negated. But hmm. it had, it had built up so much bad will and bad press that a lot of people didn't want to buy one anyway. And yeah, then they got rid right. of the Connect, and people still didn't want to buy one because they were still upset about some things that Microsoft did at E 3 a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, uh, and f- if, f- go ahead. I, I just, I, as somebody that's not buying one yet, uh, I, I had hoped for their sake that, that they would have a, a, a more hardy gamer friendly launch. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I was hoping for it. It's not coming. I mean, the Wii U launched not with it either. It, it came four or five months after the Wii U, Wii U launch in like April. Sure. That's, so, what I, that's exactly what I meant by hoping that they had learned from their mistakes. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I, I said that as well. Yeah, I hope that they learned, but then no, they didn't. I mean, is that, that didn't, that's not derailing me from wanting the system and being super excited about Zelda and the Switch. Yeah, but, no, um, no, 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 no. You know, but I, I'm disappointed. 
for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody was going to buy the Switch to play PC, GameCube just to buy games. It. You know, yeah. I don't think anybody's no. going to 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 play, buy that just like to play GameCube games on the go. But I think I think it's a nice. I, I think it would have been it's a great bonus. thing for gamers to have to bridge the gap between software. You know, like big big games coming out like Mario Kart and Splatoon and Mario and things like that. A lot of those yeah. older games help you bridge the gap. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like giving people a reason to not want to play their 3DS anymore and carry around their Switch. Right. You know, because you can still go do all those virtual console things on the game, the 3DS if you have one. So. Anywho, I think we spent enough time on that, but it was just it was fun. We just wanted to make sure we brought that to an end and, you know, followed up with everyone and let them know how the polls went. Um, the one final topic, you know, because we're running out of time here, we're running in 36 minutes, which is normally over. Uh, Chris, bring up what you read earlier about PlayStation. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the game near... Uh, I don't want to butcher this name. Near Automata? Near Automata, yes, exactly. Um, it released in Japan on February 23rd. And in the game, if you beat the game three times, and if you've not gotten all of the trophies for the game, you can buy the rest of the trophies with in-game cash. Now, how much? They... How much are we talking? <laughs> well, I see a screenshot here. Well, I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know how much how well you would collect funds in the game, but like uh, one screenshot here has a uh, twenty six. This person has twenty six thousand dollars. It looks like, and one trophy is eighty thousand, and a hundred thousand, and another hundred thousand, fifty thousand. Holy crap! Like, would you like if you really wanted that platinum trophy? Would you spend hours upon hours collecting this in game? Oh, let's let's say for let's say for instance, Zelda, Zelda or Horizon, no, had in this in-game currency thing, and then like you were like probably maybe two or three trophies behind, just from getting that one platinum trophy. Would you spend the extra hours collecting whatever you could collect to get that trophy, and buying the buying, if it buying wasn't the cash? Of if it wasn't if it cash, wasn't, yes, because then you're earning it. But if it's, like, cash, no. I mean, I would almost be tempted for one game that I've dumped hundreds and hundreds of hours into, and that's a little glitchy, and it's, like, a super hard one, and that's the only one I need left to platinum it. I might consider it, but everything else, no, because it shows that you're a hardcore gamer and you're playing through everything, and you're getting those achievements and you're earning them. If anybody can buy it, it doesn't mean crap. But then there's such thing as called guides for the games, and there's other things called twitch and youtube where they can show you how to get that specific trophy or whatever the case yeah may be. well sometimes you need participation of other people yeah though. you know like for instance in destiny one of the hardest ones to get is flawless raider where everybody can't die the whole raid and then you get the trophy that's the one i'm stuck on right now it's possible to do and i play with some really good people so if i hopped on with them um i'm sure i can get it eventually but because they all have it but um I joined the group a little later, but it, it's kind of like it's it's a hard thing, and you have to depend on other people to get that. So it's a hard one to get. So maybe some people would want it, but I still want to earn it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm hardcore. <laughs> but Dante's just sitting there burning one dollar bills. <laughs> I, this is so 
asinine. Right. <laughs> like, just... Come on, man. <laughs> like, I... Why? <laughs> because money. What is the That's point of I... this? I, I don't... Right? Even, okay, so even if... Isn't your time more valuable? Screw it, I don't care. Do what you want. <laughs> right? No, yeah. Your time is more valuable, I guess. Just... Just... As long as they're not charging real money to unlock trophies, say la vie. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. I think it's just a little ridiculous. Hopefully it's not real cash. No, it, it doesn't seem like it's to be real cash. And like, if it ever comes up to be real cash, oh, Sony will be like rich at that point. But then again, yeah. they still won't do anything with the money because you can't change your names. So, And that's only in Japan, though, right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Still can't change our names, <laughs> right? But you can buy trophies. Yeah, I um, can. I can buy uh, that stupid Mayo game and get an instant platinum, but I can't. Yeah, change exactly. My name. It's been like. Uh, is that only in Japan game. right now? No, uh, the near game. No, it actually comes yeah. out in America on March seventh, and the UK on March tenth. Oh, okay. Oh, you oh, yeah. ready to go with that? Yeah, yeah. It's you. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'll be playing that one. You know why. <laughs> um, anywho, I think that's it. We ran out of time for this podcast, but it was a fun one, that's for sure. There was lots to talk about. Yeah. Next week, uh, I'm looking forward to your guys' report on the Switch so far, and then yes. uh, Horizon too. So. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll keep on playing. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening in, and uh, you know, join us on Facebook at uh, our Game Gravy. And join in on the chat. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>